0: RCMP in Saskatchewan have given an extensive, uh, almost minute-by-minute accounting of the rampage on the James Smith Cree Nation on September 4th of 2022. You might remember, of course you remember, that was a rampage in which 11 people were killed, 17 more people were injured. Earlier this week, they gathered the community for their own, um, I don't know if you want to call it an information session, a debrief, and sort of gave them the the, the timeline and the breakdown, as I say, minute by minute of the events that took place that day. Then yesterday they had a public, um, gathering where they did the same thing. Uh, and sitting in on that was Ashley Stewart, who is an investigative reporter with global news. And she's joining us now, Ashley, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. Hi, how are you? Excellent. Excellent. Um, let's just start the, uh, the 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 um, the presentation. I guess I'm, I'm struggling to find the right word for it. But basically, it's a, it's a, it's an accounting of what happened on September the fourth of 2022. It took a long time. It, it, like I say, it was really extensive. It took hours to go through all the detail. Correct.
1: Yes. The actual presentation on both days, actually, um, was about two hours, two to three hours long. So there was a there's a lot to get through, obviously.
0: Yeah. No kidding. And it sounds like the biggest takeaway from all of this disclosure is the time. The amount of time that Miles Sanderson was on the loose and terrorizing this committee lasted well over an hour, right?
1: Yeah, I think that was the part that really struck me. I I mean, I've been reporting on this for a while, so I feel like I kind of know Mm -hmm. most of it inside and out. But we didn't know those really crucial details about the time when things started and when they finished. And from when the first, bear in mind, this is only the first call that the RCMP received. So it could have been going on before that. Um, but that was 5.40 in the morning, and uh, Miles didn't leave the community until 7 a.m., which means he was attacking people for an hour and 20 minutes. And then the other revelation, obviously, was that the RCMP actually arrived at 20 plus past 6. So for 35 yeah. minutes, he was continuing his rampage while the RCMP was on James Smith's land.
0: Now you've been there, you've talked to the people who, how how big of an area are we talking about here actually? Does that surprise you that they were unable to find him for over a half an hour?
1: I mean it's hard to say because uh, the the community is very spread out. It's not there is one cluster of um like a a small village in the middle, but then there are some properties that are kilometers down the road. Um so Miles Anderson was crisscrossing this community for the the, the time that he was attacking people. He wasn't just going from next-door neighbor to next-door neighbor. He was getting in cars and driving for however long to to knock down doors and rampage through homes. So, I I mean, and also the other thing is he had about four or five different cars, if I remember rightly. He was stealing cars Mm -hmm. nonstop. He He wasn't staying in the same one. So I can see why he was quite difficult to pin down.
0: And and Ashley, it's important that you're saying he, because for a long time, um, we we were talking about they, especially when this was initially happening, that was him and his brother Damien, but we now know uh, with some certainty from the RCMP that he was the first person to die in all of this, right? Killed by his brother, and he had nothing to do with the rampage that unfolded over the following hour.
1: Exactly. I mean, he was initially in those first um, hours considered to be a suspect, but in the days that followed, we managed to get an interview with his wife and she provided some very interesting details which exonerated him and the RCMP were forced to come out a couple of weeks after that yeah. to confirm that he was a homicide victim as well. But we didn't know that he was the first one to die. We didn't, we, we were unsure until yesterday if he played a role in the some of the earlier attacks, because we do know that he was speaking to people at a bar about planning something with his brother. So he was at least involved in those very early initial stages of, of planning the attacks. But we didn't know that he didn't go through with it.
0: Um, and like you, you mentioned his wife and she she was very, very angry. Right. Uh, she She actually stormed out of the presentation that she was in the night before.
1: Yeah, exactly. She, I mean, she's been having a very tough time personally, and I think she's been kind of saying this over and over again for months that her husband didn't have anything to do with it. She believed he had a change of heart, and yet in the the months that have followed these attacks, her kids have been abused at school, she's been getting abuse, death threats. It's been very hard for her to kind of weather that storm. So that kind that that admission from RCMP yesterday, she says, comes far too late.
0: Um, the report goes into detail. Some of those details very troubling. I mean, this was brutal. This was just wanton violence, right, Ashley? I mean, this was it was awful.
1: It was. It was very. It was very difficult to listen to. There are so many. Parts of it that were just unfathomable. I mean, one of the murders. Um, M- Miles, Miles went to one of the murder scenes, killed someone, um, attempted to kill his mother, and then left. She was still alive. In the meantime, someone had come to help her. One of one of her best friends, and. Miles came back and then killed both of them. So, and it, all the t- all the while, while he was going around this community, he was bragging to people. Do you want to know how many bodies I've I've done so far? Do you want to know how many people I've killed? You know, he was he was on a rampage, and this was very calculated.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's just completely out of control. The report talks about what happened prior to the rampage. And I'm wondering how important it is and how much, uh, if you think, an opportunity was missed here, Ashley. Because they talk about the fact that the two brothers had returned to the community, apparently to sell drugs, three days prior to the rampage taking place. And they'd been involved in some awful things leading up to all of this that had been reported to the police at least the day before. Um, Was there a missed opportunity to stop this before it even started? Is that what some community members are saying?
1: It's very hard to say. I mean, there's, there's two different um, things to look at here. One is that um, Damien's wife called the RCMP to report that her car had been stolen by Dame. Um, RCMP say that she never mentioned Miles's name and she never gave any indication of anything violent that would occur. But the other thing is that Miles and Damien were driving around the day before committing um, assaults. They were beating people up. Um, they were selling drugs. But the RCMP say that this was never ro- reported to police and there was no um, instances of any violence that were ever reported to police before that first call at 4- 5.40 a.m. on September 4th. So. I think for a lot of those answers, we're going to have to wait for the coroner's inquest.
0: Um, like you say, um, his his wife uh, very angry left, but I also heard uh, read some of your reporting actually from a number of community members who were relieved by this, and uh, they were surprised by some of the information. But they thought, you know, this provided an important piece of closure for them, right?
1: I think so. I think the community members have been wanting answers for I mean, it's been seven months now, right? So they have been wondering themselves and it's interesting when you're there they don't they haven't been wandering around asking people what happened um did he come to your house first blah 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 they've just been kind of waiting for the rcmp to do do their job and tell them what happened in a really methodical way so i think this was this is i guess another step on that healing journey for them
0: What's next? Do we know where we go from here, Ashley? Is there is there more to come? Where are the RCMP in terms of their investigation is this sort of the last public uh, dealings with it?
1: I believe this will be the last big public yeah. announcement before the coroner's inquest. At least that's what I've been told um, by the Saskatchewan RC- RCMP. But I mean, they're they're still following up leads and investigating things all the time. So if there's new information, who knows? We might get another announcement, but. I would say that the next step is probably going to be the coroner's inquest.
0: Excellent. Ashley, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you going through it with us.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me.